0: <laughs>
1: Fuck, man. Leave the dog's hair alone, okay, Sonny? And just come to yoga. <laughs> so, yeah, because it's been a minute because of summer and whatnot, shenanigans, because you're out there having little adventures, right? Yeah. Um, we can kind of dive right into it. We had talked about uh, doing a format where I would just coach you for like four sessions to give people an idea of who don't have access to coaching even therapy of what that looks like Um, but also it can it has many benefits to do this like not only will it give people an opportunity to see what it looks like firsthand but it's also going to strengthen our relationship with this podcast uh, because I really even you know we don't have to wait and kind of set up another meeting to talk about like the purpose of the podcast the vision of the podcast we can do it right now with everybody and talk about the purpose and the intention and get clear on why we're sitting here talking. And so then it becomes more clear to us. And then whoever is listening can also truly grasp the deeper meaning behind this podcast, especially when you and I sit down. So on the topic of the purpose of this podcast, I will convey my purpose with this podcast. It is solely to be able to talk about mental health in a way where it is empowering, uplifting and inspirational for those listening to want to now to try to experiment with different tools and techniques on how they themselves can better their mental and emotional well-being. So that's very clear to me, but it's taken me a very long time to get clear on what my purpose is in this life. Very long time. I've had many different jobs. I've had so many different jobs. I've had like 50 different types of jobs before I became like an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. If you count the times that I was uh, uh, roaming around with gangsters, I had my own little gangster jobs. Then I was working in factories, being a laborer. I was a telemarketer. I've gone down so many avenues. I was an event coordinator. I'd organize festivals. I do open mics. I'm a coach, yoga teacher, mental health facilitator. But it took me a very long time, relatively to me, what I consider as a long time, to find where I'm going to dig my roots into when it comes to purpose. And at the core of it, it is mental health, but in a way to empower others. Amen. So that's what I want to be able to help you with because now that we're partnered on this journey to help you really discover what your purpose is with this because I'm not sure that some of the listeners are aware of actually the what you were where you're coming from. So maybe you want to talk about like why do you want to start the podcast? Where were you before we started this podcast and yeah. what was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back for you to
0: now just want to become a full blown entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I think uh, mainly it started just before the podcast. So I'll kind of talk about that. Yeah. Is uh, it kind of started with uh, you know me wanting to transition out of the job uh, that I was currently doing. So I was doing a lot of real estate work and uh, working for larger companies rather than doing just kind of you know residential real estate or commercial real estate and having to do a basically a corporate job. But sticking with that real estate side and, you know, COVID came, I had a daughter and that kind of changes your mentality. And, you know, it's very hard to prepare for that because you don't know what's going to happen, what kind of little things are going to change. So I just had a lot of different kind of mental things of, okay, you know, COVID's here. I get, I have a daughter now. I'm always at home and I'm not doing that nine to five now where I'm going to, you know, Vancouver every single day. And then that transition comes where now that's coming back, you know, COVID's kind of ending. Uh, they want us back in the offices almost full time. And now mentally I'm, you know, plugged in at home and I don't want to unplug that and go into an office and plug into there. Cause I've seen the stress there. I've seen kind of where, you know, my mental health uh, kind of uh, got affected. Yeah. Definitely. I had a, you know, a mental health issue, just kind of having to go there to work and be stuck in this corporate lifestyle. And I, I think there's a lot of people that I've talked to that are in similar corporate jobs. And this is something that i heard back from a lot of different people. Yeah. And then, you know, meeting with you through COVID, that's kind of when I got introduced to you and kind of your philosophies, kind of what you've been doing in the background. And in the beginning, I didn't take it so seriously because I kind of was just letting my mental health kind of degrade without kind of bringing it to the forefront. So I kind of would push it aside. And then once it started boiling up more and more, I kind of started listening to some of your stuff, some of the things we hung out, went for hikes and just kind of listening to you and how you were trying to break things down and how you were coaching people that kind of stuck around with me. So it was something that stayed in the back of my head. And then finally, when I was ready to kind of, you know, take a transition from work in my career path from this real estate side to more of like into the media side, it was, you know, how am I going to do this? How am I mentally going to be able to let go of this? How am I going to be able to get mental clarity with all the stuff I'm suppressing? And how am I going to move it over and start something new with a good mindset yeah. and not be stuck. Yeah. And I think that stuckness is something it was just in the circle of friends. I have family and people around me. It was just Yeah. Same, same routines, same, exactly. same thoughts, same behavior. Yeah. And that's exactly what I was kind of seeing. So I was like, I want to break out of that. And then it was, you know, once in a while doing this thing or this thing, and it was kind of helping, but it wasn't sticking to a routine or a plan. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the biggest thing. And I think that's why I like, I wanted to start a podcast that we could talk about not only my mental health, but showcase like how mental health kind of affects everybody, you know, eventually bring people on. But I wanted to start with just me and you and how you could work with me and people be able to see that, you know, there's somebody coming from the mental health field and somebody that's just learning about it and wants to kind of dive deep into that because we've seen what mental health uh, has become now, you know, in the past people didn't talk about it. It was suppressed. Our parents never brought up anything related to mental health. It was just, you know, stop crying and move on. That was kind of how we were taught. So I think it was just now me wanting to learn more and dive deeper into that and actually explore things that people might be going through that they can kind of see from this podcast. Yeah. And that's kind of what I want to bring to the forefront. And uh, that's why when you brought this idea of doing this four part series, it kind of like. It got me like excited, you know, like now we're actually going to dive in. Cause I know there's things that we wanted to do, or you told me, you know, come to the yoga classes and then you get busy. Okay. I had to go on a trip here with the family or see these people. And I think I want to now like actually push myself outside of my little box yeah. and feel uncomfortable. I think that's the yeah. biggest thing.
1: Well, it'll feel uncomfortable until it doesn't. Yeah. Right. And then you talk about the purpose. Um, you said a lot of hows. So when you were transitioning from your corporate gig to, Kind of venturing off as an entrepreneur, um, you know, doing your digital marketing, um, doing this podcast. uh, Also, all those other ideas that you have that all of us entrepreneurs have um, when we are really in tune with our imagination. A lot of hows, right? Yeah. But the why is what helps you to move past those hows so you don't remain in kind of like a a paralysis uh, from analysis of thinking, how am I going to do this? The why is something that I've used for my fuel. It always uplifts me and helps me move forward, even if the terrain in front of me is unknown or unclear and uncharted. So the why for me is very clear. And I think I can see your why and I see your heart and I see your spirit as it's kind of starting to formulate this kind of idea of what Sonny should be doing now as an entrepreneur. So the why is something that it doesn't have to come overnight. It doesn't have to be like an extreme, like I need my why like ASAP. I need to download this shit. I need it like right now. I need to figure it out. The why can be something that is nurtured within you. And through a, a process of discovery, you can really understand what was already there. Yeah. Something that inspired you. You will say that, okay, you were inspired by my work in mental health, but that was already dormant within you. Yep. There, was, there was this willingness and this desire to want to help and give back that was dormant within you that I noticed too. We, we got together, what was it? It was like, okay, we got together, COVID shut down. What did we have? We had basketball and we had COD. Yep. So we're playing Call of Duty or we're playing basketball outside. But when I was going and I was like, yeah, I got I to keep doing what I'm doing because at that time I was doing online mental health empowerment groups. So organizing, facilitating those, but also I was like, all right, I'll I'll take a shot at TikTok and whatnot. And then I was just like, for me, I just needed that other person as support, like moral support to help me with that. And then you already had all the equipment and the knowledge, but you willingly came with me and we shot a TikTok outside of the hospital that I was at. Well, it's not there anymore, but I wanted to do it. Uh, do a little TikTok on just mental health and you were there and you read away and you recorded it for me. Inside of you, there was something dormant that I could tell. Now here we are doing this podcast. And what I see is for anybody is like for you and even for myself, it's now you know your purpose, but it's also understanding what are your skills? What can you sharpen? That's already something that uh, comes easy to you that you can utilize for your purpose without having to go into areas that maybe you're not so strong at and spend a considerable amount of time trying to hone certain mm-hmm. areas of expertise that eventually are just going to be a waste of time when you can just lean into your strengths. Yep. So my strength has always been, I'm good with people communicating connection. Your marketing online guru wizard yep. for me. Fuck man, I don't want to go on this yeah. shit. I don't. I, I like. I, said, I just don't want to. That's it. Plain yeah. and simple. Like I will maybe f- one day find uh, uh, some kind of a, a fondness for it. Yeah. But right now it ain't here. So that's why we collaborate and we grow. For me, my purpose is to collaborate with as many people as possible so that we can flip the script on what is currently happening with mental health. Yeah. So that people don't view it as a crisis, they look at it as an opportunity. Yeah. So we can start to soothe the collective nervous system of humanity, this collective psyche of humanity it is in turmoil. I can say that now, but I knew this a long time ago, but I couldn't say it as openly because, you know, it's a very broad concept that I used to have. People are like, what are you talking about? Yeah. The world is in turmoil. Like It's like, no, fucking look at it now. Yeah, Now look at it. Yeah. All right? So we can all agree that there is a considerable amount of turmoil and turmoil that has yet to occur. Because a lot of what happens, uh, especially during COVID, Uh, A lot of what has happened when everybody was forced to go inside, they were forced to deal with the demons that they didn't want to deal with. And that can have some very uh, negative effects and outcomes for those who are just not equipped with the tools, practices, processes, communities to support and guide them on this journey they're now on, of self discovery and liberating themselves from feelings of anxiety, frustration, dark, deep depression, you know, people that are on the brink of madness, people that are wallowing in sadness, people that are just a fragment of who they used to be or who they want to be. Mm -hmm. So for me, when I talk about purpose, uh, it's become very clear that anybody in my life It's not that I just want you to come to yoga class or do this coaching. It's I need you to be on the same wavelength with me because this isn't some kind of a a hobby for me. I am possessed by the work that I do. And there's no other way to put it because I don't have any children, but I can't even think about children. People are like, oh, when are you getting married? When are you going to have kids? I'm like, how can I do any of that when there is a world out there where people are lost? People are afraid, people have, you know, there's two things that I see as the main contributors to the turmoil in our culture right now, financial, look at the economy huh. and look at the state of our mental health as a as a whole, right? We have COVID, we, we had no access to community. Mm-hmm. We had no access to uh, getting in touch with one another. We had to go inside and maybe we had the uh, social media, but I promise you you're Solution to your mental well-being is not going to be through online. You'll get inspired online, but no. you're going to, you need to connect like this face-to-face with another to help you on your journey. So that's why, you know, I think I've had some clarity and some time to really uh, focus in on what we're doing, what, what, what I'm doing with this podcast. So I can convey that to you and whoever is listening. So they know where I'm coming from. Like I haven't gone on a vacation this summer. I don't have any plans. People are like planning these trips. I'm like, I don't have, I'm not even planning anything. I'm like, I have to continue to go do what I'm doing. I journal before I go to bed. I read, I get a good diet. I eat whole foods. I drink lots of water. I do my yoga. Uh, I do it in the morning. Um, I teach it, uh, I read and I study, uh, different areas of psychology. Um, I have my coaching practice. I am still growing my next move with mental wealth, uh, with what I'm doing. And for me, it's um, like I don't really am looking at the seasons. Like this isn't summer to me. This is day like 3,000, 3,026 of my journey with the work that I'm doing. So um, when I speak about this, I hope now it becomes like Uh, like clear as to like why is this guy so persistent on doing the cold plunges or coming to yoga or the journaling it's because I've come to a point in my life where I realized that I need you to help me while I do this as well Mm -hmm. and 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 the more that you are conscious meaning that the lights are on and so the difference is like You're conscious or you're unconscious. Conscious is Sonny is living right in this moment. He's not thinking about yesterday. He's not thinking about tomorrow. We're going moment by moment. I need to have you with me moment by moment so we can build this, whatever this podcast is, so that we can uh, amplify this message and get it to as many people as possible. You know, it's... uh, and, And this isn't just because, you know... I have people that are been coming up to me since the podcast that are, have the same color skin as me, uh, who are males. I don't care what color skin you have. I don't care what sex you are. I don't care what your social status is. This isn't, um, this isn't about one culture. This is about all of humanity, one mind. Right? So um, this is for anybody. This is, I don't care who you are, single mother, uh, a single father. I don't care what your background is. I'm not into any of these politics. Uh, it, it doesn't I'm not I people talking to me about the news, this movement, that movement doesn't phase me. There's only one movement and that is to help restore the balance of our collective mental health state within humanity. Nothing else. Yeah. Well, you're going to we're going to spend all this time working on the environment. We're going to spend all this time on this one group's liberties and rights what about every single person Mm -hmm. where we're going to go down this avenue we're going to go down this avenue we're going to get politically charged over here and we're all going to forget about one thing that we all share we all share a mind and it's very very similar in how we experience pain and joy so for me that seems to be the only task something that we can all get on board with why do you need a purpose? And to everybody as an entrepreneur, why don't we all collaborate together? Yeah. Every single collaborator, every single entrepreneur collaborating together for one sole purpose to help restore this balance. How? Podcasts, instead of becoming a mental health advocate and saying what's wrong with the world, how about we do something? Yeah. If you aren't interested in the work that I'm doing, when I did, I've done so many groups like with men, with women, in person, if you don't like what I'm doing, go find somebody who's doing something and go align with them. Yeah. And share those resources. Don't share what you think is the problem yeah. anymore. Period. I, I can't I'm going nuts, man. Yeah. It angers me. I get agitated. I'm like looking at this shit. This is the we have another campaign over here about oh yeah, man, let's raise some money over here. We don't need money. Yeah. We don't need money. I created over 15 groups in one month of free support with no money yeah for, uh, for men women children with no money yeah we need to be resourceful we need to use our imagination and we need to stop looking at mental health as something that can be used to um, better our corporation you can't you you can't jump on the back of mental health and say you're giving back so look at me I'm good but you're selling poison yeah and no, they'll fuck out of here You cannot be somebody who is coming into this game. If we're going to call it a game, don't come into the mental health game. If you are wounded considerably to the fact, to the point that all you're doing is triggering other people's wounds. And now you have this big echo chamber of everybody talking about their wounds together, but nobody's taking action. I'm done talking. Yeah. Literally. Literally. You can talk all you want, and yes, at one point, you, you must talk because there that is a part of the process, but we need to move. Mm-hmm. We are all getting stagnant yeah. as a culture, as a community. We are stuck. Yep. You talk about being stuck, Sonny, when you were stuck, you know how fucking that feeling is, how uncomfortable that feeling is to not be able to be who you are in all pieces of Sunny, what make up Sonny, the creative, the father, the athlete, the the gamer to not be that person all the time that is whole that's not searching for something because they feel like something's missing. We need to give that to everybody. We need to inspire them to find that. Otherwise there's not going to be a community in the future that's worth living in. Otherwise we're going to all have our own little communities and our own little colonies and everybody's gonna have their own little societies. But what about this? Everybody's like, oh, I'm going to move from Abbas. I'm like, this is my home. Yeah. I'll go down with this shit, man. Yeah. I'll go down with the ship, trying to help restore some of this because I'd been there. I've been in the psych wards. Yeah. I've been in the mental asylums. Nobody knows if you haven't been, you don't know, they don't speak about it. Yeah. You know, the psychiatrist, they cannot speak about it if they haven't been the ones who were the guinea pigs. I was a guinea pig. They gave me anti-psychotic injections. They gave me antidepressants. They gave me all these medications. I was the guinea pig. I forgave them yeah. they knew not what they were doing because it was a very uh broken approach because nobody was addressing me as a human nobody talked to me when i was a child nobody i was still a child even then when i was 20. yeah i didn't know what was going on you know and nobody educated me but nobody connected because they themselves were not connected yeah. my mom went through what was it She she's 65 now she went through Forty years of turmoil herself. Okay, everything I went through, she went through, yep. and she went through her own dark depression. She gained so much weight, and then she finally goes to the doctor, who says you have a rheumatoid arthritis. And the doctor's like, "We're gonna get you this medication." Mm-hmm. She tells me, and she laughs because now she, all she does is her yoga practice that she's religious on, and she laughs and she goes, "Why am I gonna listen to this doctor who obviously isn't taking care of himself?" Yeah, she's like something in her snap. Yeah, and this isn't against doctors. This is against some of you doctors, yep. some of you doctors who have lost your way yep. and not just doctors, man, some of these holistic therapists who have lost their way. These are the thoughts I think about all the time. This is what I'm seeing when I'm looking at mental health. I'm not seeing that you, Sunny, are the problem. I'm not saying that this community is the problem. The leaders are the problem, the holistic healers and the ones who rep the pharmaceutical companies the gurus and the ones who are funded by the government, the spiritualists and those who follow science, the ones who are so extreme with their opinions and their beliefs that they are ignorant to the middle ground, the common ground, that they don't have the answer for that individual. And they must inspire them to take action on experimenting with the different tools and practices that are available to them. Those two areas have been what I've been dealing with internally and try not to go like fucking tap into some rage because there's nothing that irritates me more in my existence than those two groups, polarized groups of individuals. Yeah. These these spiritualists come on this retreat. It's the only way, fuck the pharmaceuticals. No, fuck you. Some of these pharmaceuticals people depend on and they rely on and it's all they know. So you can't just say that to them because what are they gonna think? Yeah. Right, they can't just get off of it right away. Yeah. Fuck these people who are always prescribing pharmaceuticals who have never prescribed anything other than that because that's all you know. So you think that's the truth, but you're not even aware of the negative effects it's having on that individual. Do you yeah. even? Are you even taking notice? Fuck you. Fuck. You. Yeah. Both those parties. This common ground is us, Sunny. Yeah. Okay. We are the people. We are the common ground. We are the center. We are the end, the beginning for all of this process. That's why we must collaborate with as many people as possible, like-minded individuals who understand and share a similar philosophy. I will never give anybody one solution. I cannot give you a solution. I've done enough work in mental health to now realize it won't be the yoga it won't be the pharmaceuticals. It won't be the, the matcha lattes. It's not going to be how much water you drink. Yeah. It's going to be your mindset and how you view it and how you approach it. Yeah. And what you're doing actively now to get not only back up on your feet, but start to live again and not just fucking exist. Mm-hmm. What is the point? What are we in a detriment? Like I'm supposed to go and heal myself. And now my identity becomes as I'm just, a am just a wounded. Or I'm just going to try to heal myself. I'm fucking whole. Yeah. And so are you, and so is everybody listening. And if they're not, let's go get there. Let's become a whole because why, what is at the end of all of this work that you want to do to heal the body, heal the mind, get in touch with your spirit again. It's so you can go and accomplish your dreams. So you can go and accomplish those dreams you had as a child, maybe even come up with something new yeah. that was a dream, but you won't be able to get to that space of creation. Until we do this work, yeah. Until we devote ourselves, until we develop some kind of a discipline, a devotion to it. Some people don't like the word discipline. Fuck it, we'll say devotion. Devote yourself to your well-being. Discipline yourself for your well-being. Either way you look at it, do it. Yeah. Because now is the time. Now we gotta move. So this is why I don't. I haven't thought about vacations. Yeah. This is why I'll continue my routine and continue to kind of clarify within. And this is why it's kind of hard for me to articulate this when I'm speaking to others because I've kept it in for so long. And I, and I, and I always told myself, just do the work, let the work speak for itself. And it has for, to a certain degree for me, but now I think I've done enough, you know, like in poker, they say, if you're playing poker, um, and if anybody's that's listening has ever played poker, you go to, you sit down at a poker table and uh, you're sitting around with a lot of guys who have a lot more uh, money than you, their stacks are a lot higher, but you just go and you sit in the game and you start chirping at everybody. Yeah. You don't have talking chips. Yeah, That's what they'd say in poker. Why are you talking? You just sat down. Yeah, And that's what I thought too when I started this work. Like, I don't, I, what am I going to talk about? I just sat down. I haven't done enough work to even have uh, an involved, like I haven't matured my opinion on all of this. I'm still, when I started this, I had a very immature opinion. I had a very, underdeveloped outlook, um, on what it takes to help others. Uh, and, and I I think that's a part of everybody's journey. Yeah. Evolution. It's the evolution of it. I started there, even though it seemed like I was doing a lot of good work, I was, uh, alienating this group of people because they maybe weren't into the holistic way of living. Um, and then because I was dealing with my own, uh, wounds and my own demons from what had happened to me, you know, um, from the, from our medical, um, industry, like I was alienating myself from really good practitioners, really good, uh, therapists and, uh, psychologists, uh, who I've now had the pleasure of meeting and working with and also being inspired by. And it's like that growth to come here has made humbled me and made me realize that I don't want to sell anybody anything. I don't want to sell you a self-help book. I don't want to sell you essential oils. I don't want to sell anything. Yeah. I just want to inspire you for you to do what it takes for you to be you. Yeah. That's it. And if you have the recipe because you know the recipe, I can't give you the recipe. I can't give you your blueprint. Yeah. And that's, I, I, and I swear to you, I've looked at this so many different ways and that's the only way if we want as a, as a, as a community, I firmly believe that's the only way to do this in a way where we have long-term benefits, where it is sustainable, yeah. meaning people will try to better their mental health for a day, a week, yeah. a year. They have not adopted it as a part of their lifestyle. And yeah, so they fall off mm-hmm. when you develop your own wellness, your own recipe, you get a zest and a, and you get a, a feeling of satisfaction from trying it because it became from your own free will. Yeah. You are the one you're in charge of it. Nobody's selling you. You were empowered by a community, by somebody speaking, but by, by a friend to try it yourself. And that is the way, Yeah. but I can't be the one to sell you the way and it is fucking lonely here, sonny. No. It is fucking lonely being Malcolm in the middle. Yeah. Fucking straight up. That's why I'm Malcolm in the middle. And I'm not overly agreeing over here and I'm not overly agreeing over here because that is not the way. It is a moderate approach. It's not an extremist approach. And there's not, there's not going to be a pacifist. We're not going to go chant Chad Ulm at the top of a mountain. Yeah. And we're not going to all fucking go to war with this and like, let's have a fucking big ass campaign and let's fucking just tell everybody, everybody's brains are fucked. Let's go heal everybody. It's like, they need to simmer down. They need to simmer down. Let's just meet in the middle. Middle. Yeah. Let's just meet in the middle. Let's not compete uh, and argue over different theories of what is better and what isn't. And let's just inspire people to try so they will know the truth for themselves because of their experience that they had. And this is what I am working with myself to be able to convey that in the work I'm doing today and in the future. Because the longest gap I had was during COVID to go inside to really take a step back from mental health. Sometimes I'll post on mental health. I'm still working. I'm still doing yeah. the work. I just don't post about it. Yeah. But you know, I bet you people are like, fuck this guy. Just So post like every fucking five, like, six <laughs> months. I'm like, yeah, but I don't stop the work. Yeah. Like I know the face to face, the, the in-person gatherings, the meetings, the phone calls, the connections, the inner work that I'm doing. And, um, we can do this together. Sunny. like, like I am at this point, like, and, and now that I've really, I think when I conveyed this message right now to you and whoever's listening, I have never said this out loud to anybody. And in, in, I said it like in different pieces because it was kind of like a little string theory. Like it was just, yeah. like str- it was strung inside of me and I was just like, yeah, okay, this is how I feel. But there were still parts of me that were uh, pissed off
0: yeah.
1: and angry and uh you know, I uh, I've 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 I, I I don't forgive anybody. I just don't care anymore. Yeah. I, I don't need to forgive them. I don't need to forgive the the pundits in India. And if you don't know what that is, it's a fortune teller in India who you go to and he tells you what's wrong with you and what's what well gonna happen, who scares you into giving them more money. Those motherfuckers took so much money from my mom. Yeah. Fuck those fucking fortune tellers. And then you know, even the psychologist who administered an antipsychotic injection to me, who, who made me almost commit suicide when I was over 300 pounds, he didn't fucking know what you were doing. Why Why did you give me that injection? After a 15-minute sit-down? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't need to forgive you, and I don't need to forgive you. Now, in my world, they don't even exist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've sh- I pushed them away. Maybe at a certain point, like, yeah, I can say, oh, I forgive them, but if... It's out of my mind. What is there to forgive? Yeah. It doesn't exist. anymore. Like emotionally, emotionally. Before I couldn't say this truthfully because it yeah. still existed. Yeah. Now it doesn't exist because of what's, what's overpowering that, those emotions, that, those old emotional wounds that would come up is this desire to spread this message and this message alone. Yeah. That's it. And everything else. I don't care, man, I really am at this point where it's, that's my all in, you yeah. know, if we're going to use a poker analogy, okay, I got talking chips, now I'm going all in with this philosophy. Yeah, I've been working fucking my whole life to this point, and it wasn't yoga, it wasn't uh, uh, the nervous system healing exercises that I learned, it wasn't this book that I read, it wasn't this thing that I had to overcome. It was just, I had to come to an understanding, of philosophy, a way of going about this. And that's
0: what mental wealth is Yeah, at its core. Yeah, no, you brought up, uh, you know, a lot of important things that I bet, you know, our listeners can relate to, like dealing with doctors, psychiatrists. And, you know, just for myself, like it hit me when you talked about that, you know, you can go to a psychiatrist and get whatever they're trying to tell you. We're just talking when we're with them. Right. So that's all we're doing. We're talking and they're going to come back with some input, but we don't know how that person's living their life. So that you know, it's hard to relate to that psychiatrist, even though we're telling them and you might feel good that, you know, you're there a few times and talking it out. And you have to sometimes like, cause you're right. You sometimes do have to talk it's and let things process. out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, i went down that route and it just kind of got repetitive yeah. that, you know, I'm talking and this psychiatrist, like, just by looking at them, I could tell that they're not living that life that I want to become. So that kind of turned me off to, you know, just continuing that, you know, lifestyle. And then the doctor side of it again, you know, going to a doctor and then trying to get, you know, help from them and looking at a doctor again, I can just look at the doctor and tell, okay, you know, you're overweight. I know you're not, you're telling me to change my diet or work out, but it's, I can't believe it. And that's why I think, uh, you know, I got attracted to kind of your philosophy, your theory, and just kind of your is because you were doing it. You were in it like that was something that kind of got me attracted and excited to want to talk to you and be like, hey, you know what? This is the person that I think could help me more than just going to a psychiatrist or a doctor where I know they're not living out what I want to get out of it in return. And it's just a, you know, a clinical way. It just felt super clinical. They're constantly trying to prescribe something and constantly telling me words and things that I know they're not living by. So I got, you know, like this just kind of a retraction from just constantly going and trying to see these people. And then when I went with you, that's why, like, I saw a different purpose when I met with you, it was, you know, I think I could get to my goals now it's because I see what he already is. And I don't mind becoming that that's something that whatever he's going to tell me that, you know, through this side, or I did this to get through this or I did this to get through that. Yeah, I think those are things I can relate to more. And I think that is just sometimes not a choice people have. So I'm hoping like a lot of these listeners get to, understand that if you are going to a psychiatrist, it's not helping or a doctor, it's not helping you on medication, not help or a yoga therapist or, or whatever it is. Sometimes, you know, somebody's leading you just a totally different way and they might not be living it. And you can see through that, that there are other options that you just got to sometimes look around and find those types of people and look for somebody that is living the life you want to live. Don't look for somebody that, you know, somebody told you, Hey, this is somebody you should just go see just because that's who they want to, you know, live by. Well, love and, buying someone every so i was a i was
1: a sales a general sales manager and then before my coaching practice veered off into the mental health world i was a sales coach for entrepreneurs and small businesses so i did that and i'd work with them quite a bit uh, on sales right yeah and uh, a lot of the time what happens is people are getting sold on what to do and what's the number one way in which people purchase an idea a product or try something it's by referral because it worked for you, you're going to refer somebody else. But that person is going off your referral completely blind to who they're meeting um, without being able to stand on any, um, you know, on, on an even ground with the person that they're talking to in, in, in a sense that they're not able to articulate and ask questions to discern whether or not working with that person is going to be for their benefit. They're blindly going into that. That's what we need to stop. You can't can't do that. You, if, whether you're going to see a psychiatrist and whoever you saw, um, you know, it's not the psychiatrist and it's not the, the yoga teachers uh, or the meditation teachers or the influencers. It is, you must talk to some degree, go back into the past to know how you got to where you are? Yes, of course, that's a part of it. That's not the end-all, be-all. You can't make that, you know, uh, three quarters of the pie to your well-being. Yeah. If it's three quarters of the pie to your well-being, of course, you are going to almost get stuck on a, an endless emotional journey that is doing more damage than good. All right. Now, again, on the other side, if all you're doing is working out and going to the gym and going to yoga and you're you haven't diffused internally what's going on by speaking expressing it in some way shape or form other than just a physical activity then guess what's going to happen sooner or later something's going to pop outside of you and it's not going to be pretty uh it's going to be uncomfortable and you're going to get that stuck feeling so it's truly about the balancing of it all and to make sure that nothing is being put on a pedestal not the not the psychologist with all the all the accolades Uh, who has sold themselves on thinking that that is the only way and not the spiritual leaders who have done all these uh, ayahuasca trips and seen the effects and think that the only way is psychedelics. No, everything is equal. Every single thing is equal. Nothing is greater than the other, because the only way to determine its value, if you want to look at its value is going to be done through the experiment. So they have, people have to experiment. And, so they're getting sold by these, by these, uh, referrals. They're getting sold by, uh, social media messages. They're getting sold by all these studies. Uh, I don't believe in these studies. Fuck these studies. Just get to work, man. Yeah. Like they're getting sold by what is going to work. And it's kind of like, it's, it's a very, it's a, it's, if you're taking advantage of this knowingly, you're a fucking shitty person. To be able to have somebody who is so fragile and who is so depressed, who is so anxious, who is lost in madness, who is, who is, who is obviously not in any way, shape or form in control of any of their mental faculties. You're going to what you're going to, you're going to sell them on a solution without even trying to get to know who they are and connect with them as a human, heart to heart, go fuck yourself. Like literally that is what's transpiring. It's like. We can continue to inspire everyone, but the, uh, I'm glad I was able to say this because if we don't address these leaders, these self-proclaimed leaders and 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 revolutionary minds within the mental health space, we're never going to get back to uh, where the work should be done. We should all just, you know, um, I'm hoping to connect now. And I know about, you know, I even journaled about this last night. It's like, I just have a deep desire to just keep like share this philosophy if it resonates with other people, I want to connect with them uh, because I just, you know, when I started doing this work, I collaborated with so many individuals and by no fault of their own, they just, for whatever reason, had their own cognitive biases of what they felt was right or wrong in the mental health space. And I just thought, you know, fuck it, let's all get along. I did that when I was with the, but that's not going to work. You know, I can't, I can't anymore. Uh, Even when I was doing uh, wellness festivals, I'd work with all the all the hippies, man! All the spiritualists. I work with the the tarot readers, the 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 Reiki masters, uh, the yoga teachers. Uh, I work with everybody. But then it's just like they all have a lot of them had their own biases. But then when it when it came to working on mental health, everybody was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Because in our culture, it's like somewhat like it's like some people feel like morally good about saying that they believe we should do something about mental health or like. Just talking about it, they feel like a, a boost of, of good morale within them. It's like, I don't, I don't, I want to work. I want to continue to work and see if I can collaborate with others who share this passion because that's how we're going to do this. And it doesn't have to be like the sky is falling. No, we can get to work man. Yeah, and we can continue to do these groups. Like that's why I do these mental health empowerment groups, these peer support groups done with like people, like 10 people in a group. And you go around and I facilitate it and and, uh, they they can share because the talking is a part of it. But before that, we're doing some grounding exercises. We're doing a little bit of meditation, some breath work to just bring ourselves out of our heads into our bodies. And then we share with one another. And then after the sharing, then we take action. And then we look at different tools and techniques that we can try and we keep a progress within a group setting and then you come back into the group and then that's what you're empowered by is like, okay, what did, what did this, did this work for you this week, Susan? How about you, Tom? Yeah. Um, you know, like how, how did it work? And then now we just, now they have a point where they can touch base and grow within the community. That's what I believe in. Yeah. It's, it's that that community work where I am just kind of like right in the middle and I'm not selling anything, but I'm giving them the buffet. Yeah. Right. And yeah, we will, we'll share and express. So, those kind of ways of doing things is what I feel is like, it's funny. It's like when I facilitate the groups, the group field itself after a little while is the one doing the work, you know? the collective, not me. And I've, you know, over the, year, the years, I realized how little I actually have to do, except lightly facilitate and watch everybody fucking take charge. Yeah. It's fucking, they've inspired me so much. Like you wouldn't believe people who thought they were just like, because they had told themselves, I'm so anxious. I'm so depressed. I can't sleep. I've lost this person. I've lost this person to suicide. I was going to commit suicide. I had an abortion. I, my father's an alcoholic, all the stories, all the horror stories. And they come in there and they diffuse that. And then they start to empower each other. Holy fuck. It gives me goosebumps every Mm -hmm. time. And they, every time I leave, I would do this shit for free if I didn't need to eat and live. Yeah. I literally would. And I did for years. I did it for free. People would be like, why are you fucking doing it for free? I'm like, you don't understand yeah. unless you're doing it, how it feels
0: to be a part of that group. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're right. Like, I think that community and, you know, being able to do these meetings in person are, they're life changing. They could change somebody's mental, you know, kind of mindset right there on the spot. But then, We have the opposite side of the spectrum where people are just scared they're scared to come into these kind of meetings i'm one of those kind of oh yeah like that's i think for our listeners and everybody listening i think why people would i like assuming wise why people would want to listen to something like this is because they have that you know kind of fear of becoming open you know letting out whatever demons that are inside and being scared that oh my goodness they're going to be judged by the demons that come out of there, right? That's you. That's called. Oh, of... Yeah.
1: Then so you just usually narrowed it down for the vast majority of people's reasons as to why they don't go into some kind of group, uh, therapy, coaching, um, just even in community, people are afraid to just go to like try dance lessons. Yeah. And because of the community aspect of it, of interacting with another human.
0: Yeah, literally. And I think this is why this is going to be a good medium for people to just be able to, you know, and now you don't have to actually go and sit somewhere with people, even though if you want to, you always can but you could just sit at home, plug some, you know, headphones on and just get in a Zen space and listen to this and listen to kind of the words, listen to kind of the experiences. And then again, listen to different routes you can take and try because, you know, I have talked about it. You kind of brought it up that, you know, it's not all about just following one path, a, sc- a psychiatrist said this way, or a doctor or, you know, a mental health guru said go this way. It's try what you can try and see what works for you. And as a community, you'll be able to pass on that. And it's not a referral of, hey, it's you know just what? Like, share. I'm it's sharing, just a sharing. I'm sharing my experience. Yeah. It's more of a sharing experience and not a referral that, hey, you have to go here or there. And I think for a listener, once they understand that also, now when you go to somebody, you're sharing your experience. You're not trying to tell that person, hey, you can only go down this one route and go do some cold plunging or this and that. You're telling them that, hey, on this podcast, I heard that there's these so many different options and that you should try all these options. And, you know, one might work for you, a few might work for you, a bunch might not. But now at least you've opened up your horizon to try things. Yeah. And you're not afraid to venture
1: off into that world that seems so distant and scary. Yeah. And even unattainable because you, 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 it's kind of like the community aspect of it is huge. Here's, here's the thing. People, a lot of people would advocate and they'll say um, you heal within community. That's not, entirely true all the Mm -hmm. time you can heal by yourself it's just we never had you know I healed by myself uh you know granted I had my family like nobody was talking to me I just I had access to like just live at my mom's blueberry farm in her trailer but I healed I like was inspired and I was I went on my own little internal journey and I did it by myself I wasn't seeing a therapist I wasn't seeing a psychologist I had no um pharmaceuticals um I wasn't even seeing a yoga I wasn't even following anything other than just my own, uh, free will to just try and experiment. It was fun for me. Yeah. Uh, so those experiences that you have within community are something that, um, that we look to share. Look at, look at, um, um, you got a, I got a cold plunge. Yep. You now got a cold plunge. Yeah. Okay. I drink and a tea, Sonny right. drinks matcha tea. Yeah. Fucking whether you like it or not, you're just going to try it. Yep. You know, uh, we, when we played basketball, Fuck, I wouldn't have played basketball if all you guys weren't playing basketball. Yeah. Fucking, it was the group that kept me going out there. I wouldn't have done it by myself. Yeah. yeah, Right? Fucking playing COD. I just wanted to play with you guys. Yeah, I just wanted to connect with my homies. Go fucking play some COD. That was a fun part. Was just connecting with everybody. Going on this fucking like half an hour adventure every time trying to get a dub. Yeah, Like, we do it in a, a group. Yeah. We do it as a collective. But here's the thing. Some of these groups have gotten too, uh, they've gotten a little bit too snobby. These groups have gotten a little bit too close-minded as to uh, what works and what doesn't. See, the thing about my philosophy, it's very open. It's very open-ended. There's no like, this is the way and this
0: isn't the way. My philosophy is, I don't know your way, but I'll help you find it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the community thing, you just said that, you know, sometimes community can do more harm. And I think that's, you know, very true for some people that could be, you know, like, a lesbian, a gay person that, you know, is stuck with their community of friends and family that might not be accepting. It could be, you know, Indian or whatever. And now they're going to probably have to go on a journey themselves to find ways that they can kind of find outlets of something that'll help them because their community will do more harm if that's where they end up bringing whatever their issue is first. So you're right. Community isn't always going to be super helpful for everyone it's sometimes you do have to find your own path and then you will find a community that will accept you and that will become where you're going to find, you know, your help and kind of be able to find whatever mental yeah. spirituality that you're trying to find to get through whatever issue that you might be having. Yeah, so you're talking about spirituality. There is no nothing about the spirit in
1: mainstream mental health. Nobody addresses the spirit yeah. whatsoever. And the spirit means something different to so many people. Yeah. Some people look at it as, I'm an atheist. No, I'm Christian. I'm Muslim. I'm whatever it is. Some people are just call themselves spiritual, yep. right? But how it is not even addressed slightly. No, what's 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 put on a pedestal in modern or mainstream mental health? I won't even call it modern because it's very, very ancient. If we're talking about its level of effectiveness and helping better somebody's mental and emotional well being, is you'll see talk therapy or you'll see pharmaceutical, you'll see talking and you'll see pills. That's it. Yep. The, the, that's 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 what your. Uh, preaching out there and that's what the main—that's what the, the majority of people now see and realize. See here's the thing a lot of people you can't blame them for doing what they're doing. It took me going into the psych ward a few times. It took me crumbling, falling to stop fucking doing what I was doing and fucking look within to restore balance within. Fuck if I didn't go into the psych ward I don't know if I'd be this guy doing all this work um, no I wouldn't be of course not. Yeah. You know I don't blame people, you know, their, their, their aversion to not trying any of this because for a lot of them, they are comfortable being a little uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. And, but all I'm saying is do you want to live like that for the rest of your life? Do you want to live like that for the rest of your life? Uh-huh. Knowing that you could feel more experience more but you just are okay with where you're at because you're, un- you're you're just afraid to try. You don't know where to go. You don't know how to do it so that you'll stay within that little tiny bubble of yours, but it doesn't have to be that. Mm-hmm. And going back to those groups that you see right, they can cause more harm than good that falls upon the leaders of the group, yep. uh, their level of consciousness. Um, will determine uh, overall what's happening within the group. See, what happens is a lot of these leaders don't realize is that they are equal to the people that they work with. Without the people, there is nobody to facilitate this work for. There's nobody to sell your book to. There's nobody to sell your medicine to. Okay. So without the group, you don't fucking even exist. And here's the thing about the leaders too, is the group must acknowledge who is facilitating because without the the somebody facilitating a group some kind of a guide then how will they get to where they want to be inside themselves mentally emotionally spiritually so it's 50 fucking 50 yeah but then that's what you'll see is these groups is with a lot of these leaders is they they become fucking these teachers try to outshine the teachings yeah they try to become superstars in the mental health space, get the fuck out of here. Go play fucking games elsewhere. This isn't a, a fucking, uh, we're not playing games over here. We are humbling ourselves to this work. Yeah. We're not looking to become fucking social media influencers. We're not looking to fucking sell another fucking book. We're not looking to fucking, we are fucking doing the work and making sure I don't want people working with me for a fucking year. Yeah. I want, if we can get it done in a fucking month, let's get it done in a month. Yeah. Where's where's that ambition? Where's that energy? They need to keep that energy. Yeah. That's what the people deserve. That's what I would wanted when I back then, when I was young. That's the kind of energy I'd want. Somebody to just come and be, to me and be like, "This isn't acceptable." Okay, let's go. Let's take you there, and I'm not I'm not gonna stop. I'll be with you every step of the way. Yeah. Right. So, the people, these leaders that have uh, unknowingly um, done these groups are working. I can kind of boil it down to what I think would be they are competitive. They're not collaborating, they're competitive. You know how competitive I've seen even in the yoga space? Yoga teachers, yoga studios, not wanting you to teach at other yoga studios, Uh, But that claim to be all about community and spirit, fuck, it is a poison. It is a mental poison, man. And it's by no fault of their own because they look at everything from like a scarcity point of view. Like, fuck, if I don't keep them here, I'm going to lose out on all this opportunity. It's like you have fucking no idea if you just fucking open. Your doors and open your heart. What you could create? I only created these festivals because I had that uh, that philosophy. I never was like, oh, I'm gonna go, go compete with this person. How the fuck? Do, who's thinking I'm gonna go compete when I'm thinking about a wellness, spirituality? That shit's fun, man. Go fucking play. Have some fun. Yeah. Why? Why? That, that's where you see the, the the downfall within these groups and these communities is because the leaders are trying to compete.
0: Yeah. And these fucks don't even realize they're competing yeah. with themselves, man. Yeah. And And i think the biggest one from what you're saying they're like these leaders to me a big pet peeve is doctors because we all have to see them doesn't matter throughout your life you're going to see a doctor you have your gp whatever it is but there's going to be doctors that you're going to see and i'm not going to say this about all doctors but my pet peeve is on the doctors that i know that they're not living that life that they're kind of telling people so you know one thing i hate is that doctors never bring up things about diet about working out, about changing your life, like your physical lifestyle. They just talk about, hey, how about we try this medicine? We'll try it for you know, a month. We'll go six months. We'll go a year. We'll see how that progresses. And they'll see now this patient come in all the time for their checkups. And they can physically see that this person is changing. They might be gaining weight, getting too skinny. Now they're tired all the time. And they'll continue continuously keep prescribing that medicine. But not come in and say hey you need, need to maybe change your diet or add some more vitamins to yourself or you know go start working out just once a week twice a week whatever it is and that's a big pet peeve for me because they're a leader in our lives that are always going to be there and it sucks having those types of leaders that aren't living a lifestyle which they can preach they're just doing what you know in their field how you said there's competitiveness you're just trying to stay in that field and be like i'm a good doctor i just want five star ratings and i'm not going to Go outside the box and everybody's like hey look at this one uh, doctor that's saying no you don't need these pills screw the pills you need to change your lifestyle your diet lifestyle your physical lifestyle your mental lifestyle you have to change that yeah. and i think that's kind of my big pet peeves on leaders is uh the doctors right now and i've seen that a lot a lot of the podcasts i listen to there's just a lot of talk about what doctors are trying to prescribe and then what doctors shouldn't be kind of claiming. It's 50 50. It's equally your fault, it is equally their fault. Yeah. Because uh, we can't claim ignorance
1: anymore. Mm-hmm. We can't just go to the doctors. Maybe when I was young, I, was a vic- I felt like a victim. I'm like, what well, and my mom felt like a victim. She didn't know any better. So she okayed yeah. the antipsychotic injection, yeah. she okayed all the. The the things that they were doing like it was like experimenting on me like oh have you seen fucking Guardians of Galaxy yeah you know fucking uh, the raccoon yeah that's fucking that was me yeah I was me in the fucking psych ward I was the raccoon man getting experimented on that's my that was my identity for so long but now knowing what I know now is I can't I'm not gonna go to them as a victim I'm going to them as an equal I will consult with you whatever you go to anybody who fucking cares how many social media. Fucking how many followers they got or how many fucking degrees they have. I don't give a fuck how well they fucking craft their pitch about how what's going to work. You go in there and you hold your ground and you interview them. Yep. There's no other way. You yep. have to interview them. Yeah, And you have to slow the process down. And you have to make time for it. Don't tell me there's no time. There's nothing more important than this. So you go in there and you interview them and you ask them questions. Google it. It's fucking there. Ask them ask Google, what questions should I ask psychiatrists? What should I ask a yoga teacher? What should I ask a light coach? Ask these questions. Fucking empower yourself. Go and see this professional. Then interview them. Then decide do you want to work with this person? If not, then go and find somebody. Do the legwork to find them. So now it's 50-50 because on the other end, those professionals, some of them are outdated with their view on healing. Some of them are overworked, exhausted, and stuck in this perpetual loop of needing the work to maintain their lifestyle. So they need the money. So they can't they don't it's not that they can't, they don't want to take yeah. the work off. Even though that they're not in the prime condition, yeah. they're not on the top of their game to be the ones doing this work. But there's so many different reasons as to yeah. why they could not be uh, being, the, you know, performing at their, uh, at, at, the, at the best that they could be. So that's where the illness falls upon
0: us yeah so you right. have to just interview everyone now, that's a big one like i didn't even kind of think of that until you said it that people don't ask questions no no nobody asks. i've never did. gone to a doctor like if i've taken you know a grandparent or my daughter or anything we don't question them back we just kind of hear something we're like that's it that's got to be the that way that's, that's the that's answer Fucking yeah right. there you go we'll go back and we'll do what you did but we don't ask a question of hey just a little question just yeah. why why would i go down that route and then you want some kind of explanation and if it's something that sits well with you you can follow along and if it doesn't so sit well with you you're right you know go and find until you're happy with what you want to hear and what you're trying to kind of what solution you're looking for yeah and it's going to be
1: new right because people
0: are not used to doing that you they can to do a doctor and you just kind of submit, you go
1: to like, even like, fuck man, you know how people are so scared when they come into yoga class for the first time, they don't know what's going on. They're like, I'm going to step on this person's mat. I fucking see <laughs> stumbling over people. They're like, what the fuck man do I even do? Because people are afraid to ask because they're afraid of what people will think of them. Yeah, Really, it, it boils down to that much. And sometimes they're uh, even on when you're talking to a doctor sometimes and on the flip side, it's like. Some of them get offended. You even ask a question. Yeah. They don't understand the 50-50. They don't understand the relationship. There is no 50-50 if you are afraid to talk to your doctor, if you don't have an open dialogue with that doctor. I've I've had the privilege of having one really good doctor in my life uh, who was in Alberta. And we actually had a- active dialogue. Like, we would talk. He would say, we could do this or we could do that. What do you want? He fucking would all, like, almost make... He would also facilitate the process of me making the choice myself, Yeah, you know, and that's, I respect that. I appreciate that because then that is kind of like a skill that you develop. So it's not going to happen overnight. Like it's going to take a little practice. If your whole life you are used to just listening to somebody, you know, fucking you, you, you you bought that thing that was going to help you lose weight because the infomercial really enticed you. Yeah You you took those pills Because it fucking Your friend was like Man this is, not, this is it This is the ticket Or you went on that retreat Spiritual wellness retreat Because you've heard So many rave reviews It's like And you went to that doctor Because oh my god They had such a good experience With that doctor And then until you get out of that Like um way of approaching uh your well-being um you are going to be stepping on like fucking what would feel like landmines and like fucking unintentionally blocking your progress uh from where you could be had you just um looked at it all in a different light uh so After talking about, you know, fuck this side, fuck that side, I feel better. No, don't fuck this side, fuck that side. I just need to vent that. I feel way better saying that. Because if they want to get along with this philosophy, they're more than welcome to get down with this philosophy. Everybody get down with this philosophy. I'll fucking, I'll work with anybody. Because nobody's far too far gone in their own mind that they can't come back to common decency. I know that, man. Why would I believe anything else? Why would I want to believe the evil that people could do and just, think that people are gonna just be so fucked and like we're so corrupt and we're never gonna get back to the good. No, we're 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 getting back to the good. No. That's what I believe. That's what keeps me going every day. So we can connect and collaborate with all the psychologists and therapists, the leaders in all the areas and uh, of, of mental health and we can come together on this common ground that we will treat this as a 50-50. We aren't here to outshine any of the teachings. Um, this isn't a popularity contest. Um, this is about the work. We are, uh, we are in a bit of a, um, we are in a bit of a crisis somewhat. Like to me, it's not, I've been fucking in hell, man, so much. So when people are like, you know, for me, it's sometimes I look at it from my experience, I'm like, yeah, no, uh, when you come back from the brink of suicide, you're like, we're not there yet as a culture, No, but some people are. And some people have committed suicide, and that affects everyone. And now people are taking note of all the anxiety is becoming prevalent and what technology is doing to everybody and all the yada yada. But now let's just put our heads down, humble ourselves, put a little bit of optimism back in our outlook of how we can collectively do this as a team sport right if we're gonna look at it like that like as a team game and let's just all team up and fucking get the dub together right yeah right when we're playing basketball fucking it doesn't win if we're not all winning yeah right can you imagine if all the mental health professionals the influencers and everybody just got on the same team because they're they're not all on the same team right now no. They're, 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 some of them are in there for like self-absorbed interests, some of them are too far gone into their own practice and their own ways to think anything else can help because, you know, a fear of not being good at what they're doing anymore. But what if, what if, you know, everybody just realized, Hey, it's a team sport and we just collaborated and I, I'm excited to find those people. And, and I know we will put a little bit of put a little bit of heart back into this man. Yeah. Cause if you ask me anything, what is it that empowers me to do all the work that I've done it and will continue to do heart heart. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I'm not thinking on what's wrong all the time. I see it. It annoys me, but I don't let it dominate my mind. Uh, it is the heart, the humanity of it all. It's when you see somebody in pain and you can, you don't see it in their body. You see no. it in their eyes. Yeah. When you see it in their eyes, you'll stop, you'll get off your pedestal as a, as a professional of, of what you think is right or wrong. And you'll just get back to work and you'll heal yourself and you'll keep yourself on your A game. You'll, you'll do the things necessary to make sure. That you are psychologically sound as a healer, yeah, uh, so that you aren't unintentionally negatively affecting those that you're working with. So, yeah, no. So this is uh, your first unofficial, uh, unorthodox coaching session. Yeah. Do you now know where? I, why I think I I think I finally conveyed to you,
0: Sunny, and I can tell by the look in your eyes, you're like. I fucking understand this dude. Yeah, no, I totally you get do. And while you were saying that, I was just thinking of like this last month of, you know, us not doing the podcast, getting busy, me traveling and just no running and you, you getting busy. Yeah. I getting yeah. busy and just kind of running into a lot of different people and then them bringing up the podcast and, you know, saying, Oh, it's awesome that you've started the podcast and you know, it's, it's really good. You know, I've listened to a few of the episodes, a few I have saved to listen to and, I just wanted to, like, ask everybody that I met, just like, what did you like about it? Like, that's the only question I wanted to ask. And then everybody had a different answer, like mostly a different answer. Everybody kind of nitpicked uh, one item and how you said, you know, you could see it in their eyes. So it was obviously something they connected with. And it was just looking into their eyes. That I'm like, okay, obviously, whatever their episode they kind of talked about or whatever kind of topic they talked about, they must, it must have connected with them because you could see in their eyes, like, why they brought it up and what kind of like level they're at. And it was just awesome to hear that too. Cause you, you know, we are just doing this for a purpose of bringing this, uh, you know, to the forefront. And a lot of the, when I asked them, mostly kind of the response was that we can, like, I've never been able to, you know, open up that. I've never been able to publicly say kind of some of the things you're saying, those are things that I have deep down inside myself, but it's just, who am I going to talk to about those? And, how do I know if I bring that up to somebody, what kind of result I'm going to get or answer I'm going to get. So it's awesome listening to you guys and seeing that there's all the different paths. I'm not just stuck on whatever way that I thought of. It's that good that yo know, I actually listened to this podcast or this episode. And you guys said something that just clicked with me. Yeah. That was awesome to hear. And I'm like, think in my head that's cool because we listen to our podcast back sometimes and we're like well what the hell did we just say so well, i listen and look at me i'm like fuck that guy yeah say you know, I'm, like, I'm like i'm like
1: look at me i'm like well, he doesn't know what he's talking about i'm yeah. like i didn't i didn't get it out of my head uh how i wanted to say wanted it wanted to say it because literally everything i've been trying to say i said right now now everything in only, the moment no literally this whole this podcast this episode right now everything i've been wanting to say i was able to say it fucking front to finish yeah literally that's all i wanted to say to just get my baseline for this fucking yeah. podcast that's my baseline yeah. that's my philosophy that's why the fuck i'm here yeah boom done i was trying to bits and pieces and all the other podcasts maybe it sounded a little bit too angry over here a little bit too passive over here but here boom that's me that's why i'm here so that's um i feel good about that being able to convey that to you because now that you You know that I can. I think that you're going to understand me better. And the more that you kind of do this work on yourself and you know, not just the cold plunges, but like you just start to want to really dive back into it uh, for yourself. I just know that uh, the more that you do that for yourself, uh, the better our harmony will be and when we connect so that harmony that we have with each other is going to be conveyed through the audience they're going to feel that yeah so that's why you know um when we get clear on the why as to why we're doing this together then you are uh, able to know why i'm doing it but also understand that A lot of the things maybe I'm saying is like, yeah, I fucking, I vibe with that, man. Maybe you, uh, maybe I've just said it in a way where you're like, yeah, I fucking vibe with that. Well, uh, trust me, man, I've had fucking a very long time to articulate that. It took me, fuck, I had to mine for that philosophy for so long just to come to 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 the common ground of it. And I realized it's not even fucking mine. Yeah. It is like this type of philosophy has existed all. If you look at all the religions and all the cultures, for the vast majority they preach this goodness and they preach like uh helping one another common ground being humble yeah. you know um they preach it all and that's all this is is a combination or a culmination of all these different philosophies that i've been inspired by from taoism to sikhism to christianity uh to fucking mr rogers man yeah fucking that guy was gold yeah like just like was all gold. these all these different philosophies put together and points of views and and it's it's a beautiful little melting pot of 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 how i look at the work that i'm doing and why i do it so it's like if once you start to see that too i know you're gonna i know that you know people you, who you talk to when they hear the podcast they'll be like yeah that's awesome you're doing a podcast right But when they, when they start to want to get inspired to better their mental and emotional well-being, not just for them, but for others, because when we do it for ourselves, man, we're going to have a ripple effect on everybody else. So if we can continue to do that and inspire others, fuck it. I, I can be happy. I am just a person. I don't know if I feel it. I am not content. Yeah. I am never satisfied. I fucking am never satisfied and i think it's gone to a point where it's helped me quite a bit to be able to succeed and where i've succeeded but i want to feel i want to feel satisfied i just want to i want to feel fucking like okay this is it man yeah. like i don't i can take my foot off the gas a little bit and i think and the only way i can do that is through collaboration so that's also like a little bit of it is for my own reasons to want to do this yep. because i will always be the one put my foot on the gas and have a certain level of expectations of others that if they're not met I'm just like fuck this I'll do it myself whereas now it's like I really want to continue to find and collaborate with people who also have their foot on the gas that maybe want to take their foot off the gas and maybe we could just coast together and then not expend as much energy and be efficient about this work uh and there are ways to do it that are uh, efficient and highly effective and i've, I've I believe i found a few ways with the with the mental wealth groups but also i'm very much interested in finding out what else is out there with a similar type of philosophy um, that is there for the work and for the people uh so
0: that we can bring some kind of balance so fucking good episode no and i just before we kind of end this off i actually uh you know, talking to these people that I met, I just kind of sent off messages of, you know, like what are questions you, you guys? Huh? You mean basically a little survey of, hey, like what are questions you'd want to ask us? Like, what are some of the important things? And I got a few back that I yeah, just I mean. want to kind of run by you because I know a few of them were tailored towards you, so I wanted to kind of answer to them because they were a good questions. That they're small things, but these little small things add up, right? So I think the first one was just uh, they're like, ask Vic. You know, what are the Top three things that he does every day, no matter what. Water and drink like five liters of
1: water minimum every day. I move. Not a day goes by I don't move. I go to the gym. I do yoga. I go for a walk. I will move. Um, And the other thing is uh, I will eat uh, whole foods.
0: So I'm not eating processed junk. Uh, You know, um, 80% of it's good. Then where are you? So for the processed food stuff, like the whole foods, where are you getting it from? Natural food store.
1: Savon yeah. has a, a, a
0: organic organic section. section. Um,
1: you'll notice, like if you've ever been in a, a grocery store, the food that you want is in the outside perimeter. Yeah. If you go in the fucking middle, yeah. that's the danger zone. Don't go in. Don't go wandering in the middle, yeah. and eating all that artificial crap. So those three things, um, actually, take away, take away the food. Okay. Water,
0: movement, sleep. Yeah, those three things. Yeah, get get good get, 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 get good sleep. Drink lots of water. Yeah, I think sleep is and a movement, big one Could people movement. stay up so fucking late these it's days. A, it's a ritual. It's it's so life. hard. Yeah, you got your fucking everybody's on TikTok. Yeah, like six a, so many things. Yeah, no, go
1: go get make it a ritual. Go to bed. Focus on your sleep. Get your water. Uh, get your movement. It's just that simple. Focus okay. on the foundations. That's it. Okay, nothing out of the ordinary. Everything else
0: is just a bonus. And one of these is uh. This is somebody that I met, you know, and they had this question that came from a deep spot, obviously. How do you go about making new friends? Huh.
1: Okay, so funny. so for me, it was, uh, I had, I was learned the skill. So I'll give you an example. Me and my brother grew up together. Uh, so when my mom was moving around, we moved around to so many different houses um, uh, when we didn't have a lot of money. So I went to like five, six different elementary schools, same with him. Uh, It affected us both differently. I realized it was sink or swim. I had to be the first person to extend myself to gain some kind of a connection. My brother, on the other hand, became very secluded and like uh, isolated and shy. So it's understanding, like, I think first and foremost, how you grew up, right? Taking a look at, you know, how, how did you make friends in the past? You know, well, of course, maybe you've made some friends and, and just call them connections. Yeah. Because it may not have been like a friend, but like you connected with somebody even for like a week, a minute, a day, whatever. And take a look at how you connect. And then from there, once you start to understand how you connect with others, then you can go to try to make friends. But really, um, I've gone through periods where in my like deep depressions where I have, wasn't making any friends. And I realized that, is it time to connect with others or myself? Mm-hmm. So then maybe it's time for me to connect with me. And so then that becomes that own inner journey of, uh, going out, getting in touch with my spirit, getting out in nature, journaling, going to the gym, yoga, meditation, whatever that looks like going. I was taking like singing lessons. I was, I was trying to find like, I found like improv groups. I just try to immerse myself out there. Once I started to connect with myself and this yeah. this question can ask you, be tied to the last one is like, get your foundation, right? Maybe take a look at your foundation and your, yeah. if your foundation ain't right, maybe it's not time to
0: connect with yeah. anybody. Yeah. No, I'm kind of the same way too. Just from a young age, I've had like a really big family. So hanging out with older cousins, seeing their friends and having to, you know, charm, charm those friends of theirs. So that, you know, if we're hanging out that we're having a good time and that kind of progressed as I got older that now if I'm at an event or whatever I'd I I try to extend myself first to be you know like a person that somebody can talk to and be likable and I think that's the biggest thing like the your first interaction with somebody is gonna matter a lot like depending on the kind of mood you're in your personality I think the best way is just you know sometimes you do want to extend yourself uh you know depending on kind of the circumstance or whatever social event you're at but it's just making sure that first interaction is a good interaction just be yourself and be nice to others i think sometimes we might and it's you know in our community with brown boys it's a big thing you'll run into some guys that just they're mean mugging you could tell that they're kind of blocked off yeah and it's not you know 100 percent their fault it's the their community again some um, people they're around with their circle of friends and that that some people are just cactuses they're just are they they're are just like pricks man yeah <laughs> no matter what you it do it doesn't matter you're not gonna get angry at the cactus in the desert yeah. when you walk
1: by it and it pricks you yeah. you're gonna be like oh fuck it's a cactus yeah you accept it just accept that some people are cactuses and they're
0: gonna prick you yeah and move on to the next yeah i think that's it and then I think this one's uh, completely tailored to you. What was life like in Okotoks and what the hell did you do there?
1: <laughs> They're like, what the fuck is Okotoks? <laughs> life in Okotoks was like, uh, I was felt like a unicorn. I was the only brown guy. Damn. So I was like an Indian with all the cowboys, <laughs> right? And then uh, life there though was uh, great because I was. it was a smaller community, like 30,000 people. So, because I was it was like a new environment, I was able to kind of go into it without any kind of um, anything holding me back, uh, whereas back home, I was being held back by some of the memories of being in the the psych ward of having a lost um, uh, young, uh, life as an adult like I didn't I didn't have that 20 to 30s everybody's going on fucking to Mexico Vegas and all these trips so I was fucking in the gang man like I, I didn't then I was in the hospital so it was like I didn't have any of that so I got to experience that in Okotok so it was like my, my my college years and for me it was fun because um they had a lot of community events so they had like light up okotoks i always compared to like a disney town where everybody was very involved and active in the community events yeah uh very open um it was just like an open playground for me to like it was kind of kind of felt like school and fun because i would say with the work that i've done there with the festivals and the open mics and mental health and my coaching it was those are like my rookie years yeah so like if i'm looking at the work i'm doing now if if it wasn't for okotoks it the life out there that I was able to live, I wouldn't be where I am. So no, I, I, if anybody asked me where I'm from, like I'm literally from Okotoks, Abbotsford and India. Yeah. Like I'm from all places, man. Yeah. I'm from Punjab, I'm from Abbotsford and I'm from Okotoks. Those are my three places of birth because that was, Okotoks is where after I was reborn, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I went to Okotoks. That was another life, Abbotsford, another life. India, another life. Yeah, those all three lives kind of joined together. That's who I am today. Mm-hmm. A good
0: answer. And then the last one, somebody asked, any updates on Syra? Syra, <laughs> my little baby. Oh yeah, well, I guess yeah. I guess this one's for me. And updates. It's you know a baby becoming a toddler now, so it's just trying to get used to. I, and uh, like looking at her now and I, whenever I take a picture, I think that's the biggest thing where I get an update to my mental self this year so often. So she looks like a baby to me. Yeah. But when I take a photo and I look at this photo again, I'm like, wait, this looks like a mini adult, but what I'm looking at is a baby. So it's kind of a weird concept of a uh, senior kid, you know, like evolving from this tiny little baby and doing all these baby things to now forming senses and emotions and, this kind of personality that's going to be built in for life and just being able to see that it's just awesome it's like one of the coolest he's a little cutie man yeah it's a a fun thing I think I think a lot of people get scared of being a parent and all that and that's I totally understand that that's part of life and just once we have gotten to this level and being able to see what they're kind of becoming it's cool to see how much they kind of pick off us
1: yeah that's
0: about it I think that is uh, the episode for today that was a good one man that was a good one another one down Ah.